1: So welcome to Latin Connection, Billboard's weekly podcast of all things Latin. This is Leila Cobo, and today we'll talk about new acts, established artists, and what's happening on the Billboard charts, and of course, Despacito. Today we're talking with Carlos Perez of Elastic People. He's the mastermind and director behind the Despacito video, which is now the most viewed video of all time, of all time on YouTube. But first of all, the charts. Lots of new and noteworthy activity particularly on the Latin Digital Songs chart, which is becoming a wonderful showcase of new music often led by new acts. Remember last week we gave you a taste of Colombian teenager Manuel Turizo and his hit Una Lady Como Tú. This week the song enters our Digital Songs chart at number 12. Let's take a quick listen. <laughs>
2: Hablarte, una traerte, hasta el canciones si no quiero... has
3: that
1: very deep baritone that we just love. He signed to Nicky Jam's La Industria and he just inked a deal through La Industria with Sony. This is only his second single of all time and his first ever in the U.S. And he's doing extremely well in Spotify and now... By virtue of his numbers on the digital songs chart, it shows that people are buying his music. And we love his mix of melody. He has a very melodic voice with touches of urban. So it's kind of right there in the middle. Hits that sweet spot and it's just a very catchy track. A very pretty track. Also entering the digital songs chart this week is Farruko with his Creepy Cush. Featuring Bad Bunny and Russian, who is his longtime collaborator and producer. Now, this is one of those songs that you like despite yourself. It's a song about pot, and which is obvious in the lyrics. It's obvious in the art, and it's just really catchy. And it has a lot of people posting a lot of videos about it. And although you hear a lot of Bad Bunny in here, and Bad Bunny is part of this new trap movement. And he's the one with the deep voice in this track. He has a really singular voice. But this is a Farruko track. And it's from his upcoming album called Trap And this is an all trap set that he's been working on since last year. Let's take a listen. <laughs> That was Crippy Kush from Farruko's upcoming all-trap album set for release on September 15, and the album's title is Trapficante. And in this day and age, what would our world be without Despacito? This week, as the song inches Ever closer to an all-time record on the Hot 100, we spoke with Carlos Pérez, who directed the Despacito video, and Carlos Pérez himself is from Puerto Rico. Now, please forgive the difference in sound, as this was a phone interview, but I think you'll be able to hear him
3: just fine. Tu
1: Welcome back to Latin Connection. We're here with Carlos Perez, the presidency of Elastic People. And for those of you who don't know Elastic People, they are the team behind many of the most watched Latin music videos, including Despacito by Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee. Welcome, Carlos.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Uh, So tell us a little bit about how this video came to be. How did the idea come up? How did the location... Well, obviously he mentions Puerto Rico in the song, but tell us a little bit about the creative process behind it.
2: The the creative process started back in July of last year when I first received um, the first demo of the song. and. you know, I think Fonsi from day one had a very clear, clear vision for what he wanted on the video. And um, obviously, as the song mentions, Puerto Rico, our starting point was that it was to take place in Puerto Rico. Um, and above and above that, I mean, he had very, I think there was like five key words that, that he, he would... Um, currently mentioned, which were that he wanted to have um, culture, he wanted to have sensuality, he wanted to have the colors of our island, and he wanted dancing to be a big part of it. Um, Now,
1: you're Puerto Rican, Carlos?
2: Yes. Yes, I am from Puerto
1: Rico. And you've worked with uh, Luis in other videos, correct? So this wasn't the first time you guys collaborated.
2: Yeah, it was it was I had collaborated I had shot a video for his last album, the lead single from his last album. So it was we had not only collaborated, but we're friends of many years. Um, so it was it was exciting um, to, you know, it was exciting primarily because it was his new music and and above all because we were all aware that it was a new direction musically. So we had a very we had an interesting challenge ahead and and how we were to portray everything surrounding this new sound.
1: Now, so, it and it is a challenge when you make these videos that have beach and sand and girls dancing, it's really a challenge so that this doesn't look cheesy, no
2: Yeah, I mean it's i think what we something that that within our creative process would always come about and i wanted to you know i kept pushing was you know if we were going to go down that route you know of, of showcasing the beach and showcasing um some of the places from puerto rico and so forth you know for me it was just very important to keep the visuals as honest as possible um you know, if we were gonna showcase some of the things that would normally happen in a barrio on a daily basis, we wanted it to be as authentic as possible. And I think that was, you know, that was part part of the challenge. It's very easy to go out to the beach and, you know, make it pretty and so forth, but in this case, it was how could we showcase a bit of our culture in a way that would be that would be unique and still feel um, contemporary
1: and also you I see that you resisted the temptation of doing what what so many reggaeton and trap videos do which is big cars and big boats and 55 girls in a bikini No, here there is a girl in a bikini uh, well not in a bikini but in a you know in a nice outfit and that's Suleika Rivera, the former Miss Universe. So, how? What was the rationale behind that?
2: I mean, I look. I, I think that if you go back in in my videography, I, I try to, and I think I've done a pretty consistent job of staying away with from the big cars and the bottle popping and so forth. I mean, it's just part of who I am and what my what I want my work to be looked upon, as I stay, I try to stay away as far <laughs> as possible from that. And um, you know, in this case, the sensuality. I mean, let's let's not kid ourselves. The, there's a lot of sensuality in the lyrics. Um, it's not vulgar. Um, it's far from from any of these um, of what trap is coming up with in our culture. So. I mean what was important was that the video stayed true to support you know a couple of things I think number one, the lyrics and the song number two it for me it was very important and and actually for Yankee and both Luis, it was like we really wanted their performances to be as as um simple and honest as possible like if if you Something that I feel really good about the video is that for anyone that was there on shoot, they, they could, they would confirm the fact that everything that you see in front of the camera and the energy of the people, the interactions of Yankee with the people and Fonzie with the people, the, the energy at the party, everything that you're seeing in the video Exactly how the the, the shoot went, went went ahead. It was like every, it's very honest. It's a reflection of exactly how everyone felt, including the crew, the talent, and so forth.
1: So now, Carlos La Perla, the neighborhood where you shot, it's um it's funny because in an in interview after interview with with Yankee and and Fonse Yankee especially. Uh, he talks about how La Perla, when he was growing up, was really a dangerous neighborhood. Now it it looks very picturesque. It's very pretty. Was there ever any discussion about not doing it there? I know La Perla has been the site of other music videos, but why was it chosen? Because of the colors, or was there a connection?
2: I think there was there was there was a couple factors, some creative factors, other logistical factors. I mean, one yes and i think look when i grow up it was it was exactly the same i i would i i guarantee you that it was the first time i ever went inside of la perla
1: <laughs> i've heard that from many people funny was,
2: anyway. was <laughs> when we scouted for the video now granted something that's very important and something that i think we all we we all felt about shooting there number one is We knew that the textures that we wanted of a barrio would be there. We knew that that um, that the Malecón in La Perla is a very unique. I, I would say it's really one of the few places, if not the only public housing, that is actually literally on the water. Mm-hmm. Um, so the water was important. The colors and textures. And I think above and beyond those things, it's, it's how, for me, I've always, and I've been following La Perla for the last couple of years, it's like how the community has really evolved through music and through art to, um, to just make it a better place. And I think that on top of the other factors was important in, in how we selected and why we chose to shoot inside of
1: Now, um, you've had a lot of success with your videos before. This isn't your first hit, but this is, (laughs) well, this is everybody's biggest hit. Did it take you by surprise? I mean, it's not like, you know what I mean? It's a a beautiful video, I think, but it's not your most cutting edge work. You've done uh, things that are far more daring and more produced. What do you think it was about this video and did it take you by surprise?
2: It, it, yes, it took, me, it took me by surprise the, the, the reach, obviously. I think it's taken the whole industry by surprise. Um, you know, it's, uh, it did, I mean, it caught me by, I knew the song, I knew the song was good. I clearly knew from Fonzie that he believed in it with great passion from the moment he recorded it. really interesting is like, yeah, I agree with you 300%. Is it my most cutting edge or is it my most progressive video I've done? Absolutely not. Something that that's interesting, though, is that it's probably one of the more honest videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was always the approach from the get-go. So, what's interesting to me, and I think we had uh, an earlier conversation about it, it's like I, I just think that there's a lot of factors. I think that, you know, the success of a vi- music video, 75% of it relies on how good the song it is. is. Um, but what I think this video did was, from a very honest standpoint, directly support the vibe of the song. Not only in in the choreography, but also in in the textures and the lighting. So what it did was, it's not the most over the top video, but it's definitely a video that really it has soul to it. It has it has um, an overall vibe that people have clearly connected to, and I mm-hmm. think it's it's uh, a. <clears throat> part-part win with the with how the video interacts with the song and how the song interacts with the video.
1: And I have to ask you, because this has been a, quite a topic of conversation, what did you think about not being nominated for a VMA?
2: Well, I don't <laughs> know. Like, I don't, I don't typically... I'm not the type that's going to do a video expecting a nomination or an award, but... And I didn't really understand the reasonings why, or or why it wasn't considered. Not the reasons why it was or no, wasn't nominated. It's not up to me. It's it's up to whoever's evaluating. I just didn't understand why it wasn't considered. Mm-hmm. Because I think it would be. You know, I was nominated with Yankee twice for a VMA. One time for. La Gasolina as Best MTV2 Video, and we also got nominated for Best Hip-Hop Video with Rompe with the VMA, so it's never been the case where it wasn't considered by a language barrier. Mm -hmm. So to me, what the excuses are, I haven't really paid too much attention to, but
1: I didn't realize Yankee was nominated for Rompe at the VMAs. That's that's great. Um, yeah. But it's interesting, know how you've come full circle. Yeah, La Gasolina was one of your first videos, or I, I mean, one of the first videos that put you on, on the map. And here you are, what is it, 13 years later uh, with another landmark video. So how does that feel did you go have a drink to celebrate did you sit down (laughs) and say wow gasolina despacito now i can go to sleep
2: you know you know what what's been most interesting is is that this year is the company's 15th year anniversary so we've been we're prepping we've been we're launching a new site we've been going through the archives of the work and we've sort of re-encountered some of these projects And I think when it's all said and done, or when as we continue to experience such broad emotions with the success of this pasito, I think what what's been the most important part about that is is that number one, after 15 years of the company being around, we are still our consistency is still there, and we're still on top of the game, which which is exciting. And yes, we have celebrated <laughs> quite a bit um, with this Pasito success, just because out of everything we've worked on, it's we've had, like you said, we've had many successful projects, but to me personally, as a professional, um, beyond the amount of views and beyond the chart positions, just to be part of a project that has globally impacted um, Puerto Rico as, as a, you know, in terms of awareness um, in a dignified manner, that to me is very important. Very important that La Perla has, has enjoyed this pasito success, um, not because it's done anything other than put it in, in, in in a very broad platform, but because it's almost a celebration of everything that they've been doing on their own. So, I mean, for me to have some kind of social impact through a music video is not only a first, but definitely what I feel most proud about.
1: And finally, Carlos, uh, what video are you working on now that you can
3: share?
2: We uh, We just released a Romeo... That's uh, pretty smoky uh, that video. <laughs> <laughs> we shot a, a second video for Romeo and a featured artist. And we're working with, um, you know, we're starting to talk with Fonsi again, starting to talk with Daddy Yankee. We have a couple of things that are in the,
1: in the oven. Fantastic. Well, listen, thank you so much um congratulations because it it, i mean obviously it makes me so happy to see this video doing so well and that it's your video and that it's a beautiful video too of course it's it's like a triple whammy so congratulations i hope we'll talk again when you win some fantastic prizes with this video
2: thank you thank you leila for having me and for always supporting not only you know our work but you know Having such a strong stand in, in Latin music globally. So we appreciate not only having us, but everything that you're doing because it's it's absolutely key for our development.
1: Ah, oh, thank you, Carlos. So that was Carlos Perez, the director of Despacito, the most viewed video of all time, and you're listening to Latin Connection.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much. That was
1: Carlos Perez. He is the CEO, founder of Elastic People. Elastic People is a Miami-based company that does a lot of Latin music videos. Um, it's known for its wonderful production. And of course, Carlos directed and conceived the Despacito video, which is now at over $3 billion views on YouTube. And to end this week's edition of Latin Connection, another video, but this time a premiere. Today was the premiere of Guerra, which means war in English. That's a new video by René Pérez, better known as Residente. I don't usually bring up video premieres in Latin Connection, but this is one powerful video that really should be seen. It was directed by Residente, and Residente went, he separated from Calle 13. And earlier this year, he released his first solo project, which is also called Residente. He conceived it as an audiovisual project. And what he did is he went around the world in search of his DNA roots. And he found other stuff along the way, like war. And this video and this track are really very powerful, particularly at an age or at a time when all the content that surrounds us in the Latin world is quite light, um, Guerra is, is a hard video to watch, frankly. Uh, it was filmed at the Sakle refugee camp on the border of Lebanon and Syria, but it still manages to be effective without hitting you over the head. I highly recommend that you watch this video, but in the meantime, here is a little bit of the track.
3: Soy el boquete que dejó la bomba que cayó lo que fecundó la madre que me parió desde que nací soy parte de este menú porque yo llegué al óvulo antes que tú soy la selva que corre descalza en el medio del mar sobrevivo sin balsa soy el caudal que mueve la corriente los batallones que chocan
1: That was Guerra by Residente and that is the end of this week's edition of Latin Connection I'm Leila Cobo your host and I'll see you next week